This podcast is a proud member of the Lamb Podcasting Network. Find the network at largeassmovieblogs.blogspot.com. Welcome to the Movement Review Podcast. Uh, full house, after a couple of weeks of dribs and drabs. Um, Being rubbish, you mean. <laughs> where did you get that jingle from, Dave? It's some sort of copyright free sound. No, classic. Well, why have we not paid a composer to do something really good and unique? Uh, it's a shit jingle. Oh, <laughs> it is jingle competition. I don't mind. Why don't we wrap oh, one? We should, oh, well we should have a competition. competition. Yeah. We need pe- if, you, if, if you're listening and you make music. Or if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> it can't be worse than that one, right? Yeah, please send us a jingle. <laughs> Blueprint review. How's that? Yeah, that one's. Uh, we'll think about it. Dissimilar to that would be yeah, perfect. Needs a bit of work. But, but ultimately, we're all here. I want to say we're all, you know, the um, the core gang. Yeah. Wasn't there a f- film called The Core Gang? Core Gang. K O R E, and it's like. It's like it stood for something. Or was it a game? They were like, they I think it was a video game. No, it was a cartoon, I think, or like Nickelodeon. Anyway. It merged into one in your head. Yeah, it? I've got no idea what's going on <laughs> anymore. Um, so we're all here, Lindsay, Laura, Darren, Dave. Yeah. We're here to talk about films, debate films, argue about films. Mm-hmm. Um, argue about genres of films. Definitely yeah, argue yeah, about oh genres. Um, <laughs> started on that. Let's, um, trailers. What's, trailers. Has anybody seen anything good? Is anybody excited um, about what's coming up? I yes. saw a trailer recently for On the Road. Uh, okay, Vigo. Yeah, it's uh, Walter Salas' latest film. It's And obviously it's adapted from the... It's a prequel to Road, isn't it? Oh, yeah. No, yeah. <laughs> it's like just before he gets there, yeah. when he's on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Happy times. Uh, no, no, it's, it's obviously it's based on the uh, the classic American uh, novel. And um, your road, and it's on the road. Yeah, no, no. But it's it's taken years for someone to adapt it. No one's ever done That's it because it's impossible. Yeah, because it's it's. It an would odd... be impossible. Yeah, it's very rambling. It's an odd film to turn, to, to, odd book to turn into a film. But to be honest, uh, if anyone's going to do it, I think Walter Salis purely because of I guess he's he's done like uh, Motorcycle Diaries, which is a similar sort of thing anyway. Love it. Um, so I think out of, out of directors to uh, to tackle it, I think they've. Uh, Seem to have made a good choice, and the trailer's out. Doesn't give much away. Doesn't show a lot, um, but it looks nice. Looks pretty. It looks a bit like most Alcohol Diaries, but it also looks a bit like because I've, I've read the book. It reminds me of sections of the book, and I don't know. I, I'm I'm quite intrigued. I think it's I think it'll be good. Do you think it's going to be utterly boring? Uh, I don't know. I, I no. I, I think it should be. Um, it is work. a concern. Who's like it, those... Dave? Uh, I quite like those films where they're a bit sort of on the road and a lot of beautiful imagery and stuff. Sort road of like, movies. Well, yeah, sort of like watching a David Attenborough documentary sometimes. Yeah, no, I'm on the road is not me. a road movie. All those famous um, road-based David Attenborough documentaries. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the famous roadkill one. Well, no. <laughs> oh, that would, be, that would be good. David Attenborough, if you're listening, that's, that's the next <laughs> one. Has seen a film called Straight Story? Uh, oh. I got it, I haven't watched David it. Lynch. David Lynch, yeah. Yeah, it's shit. All right, brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like David Lynch doing like this, like a guy goes across in America on a tractor <laughs> to see his dead dying kind of brother. I've heard a lot of good things about I know, it. I did, yeah. and I was like, David Lynch doing a film like that, bring it on, I watched it. Sounds so, comedy. Oh, God. I, I keep changing my mind about road movies. I think I like the idea. I, I like, um, I used to be into cars when I was a little kid, and I was like, yeah, driving around, cool. Not anymore, but, though. Not that know. cool anymore, right? <laughs> I, I like road movies to an extent. Um, 
I quite enjoy sort of, and they usually they can be often not always they can often be quite lazy sort of. It's more you just sort of it's more about just getting into the mood of it and sort of seeing people cruise along and and that sort of side of things I like. I sort of feel you can immerse yourself in it, but I tend to find narrative wise because they tend to be a bit drifting. It's all just about them gradually sort of. Usually something changes. I mean, there's usually some character arc. Is usually classic. That's all films, movies. Dave. Not just road movies. No, no. But I guess it's more just they drive around somewhere and but gradually change. It's usually but, a relationship. In, yeah. You know, kind of, but yeah. I don't know if it's some reason the road they, changes. They rarely, really, really grab me. This like I don't mm. think any of my like what I'd class sort of my favourite films would. I movies. think someone should make a road movie about the A15. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. that would be boring. <laughs> <laughs> Could you yeah, imagine? Paris Sex is good. good. Oh, that's yeah, it's not um, not as much a road movie parasites. So I don't really call it a road movie. Wouldn't you? Um, not, no, they don't go anywhere. Has anybody seen the anime Riding Bean? Uh, again, I think I've got it. I that's probably my favourite road movie. But then I haven't What's seen it? it since I was about fifteen years old. And I saw um, anything Japanese was amazing yeah. with that. Age. Okay, I, I think we're getting a, yeah. Anyway, a little, little carried away on yeah. a, uh, road movies. Good. What have you so, seen, Laura? Uh, well. I saw the trailer for Dark Shadows, the new Tim Burton film. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Well, it, says it, doesn't, it, it, doesn't, <laughs> it just doesn't look... It's not Tim Burton at his best, I don't think. Not by a long stretch. Pretty judgmental. <laughs> like, well, I'm sorry, but it's just it just yeah. looks... I, it was you that told me, I think, Darren, that someone had said it's Tim Burton as a parody of himself. And no, someone, yeah, someone said... And someone else said... Where have you been for the last 10 years? Something like that. Yeah. I've probably delivered that terribly. Yeah, I mean, I was trying to take over and do it justice. But, but, yeah, I think that, you know, and that that just sums it up. It's just, you know, it's it's I think actually the trailer starts off well. It's quite dark and it's, you know. And then it gets all silly and it's just just like these really naff jokes. That's what I hated about the comedies. And I think that, you know, it looks probably about the same kind of humour level. Level as Mirror Mirror. Yeah. No, no, come on. Let me be <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. So, it, I mean, the comedy is awful. I, like no, all of his not, films, it looks not nice. I was got, trying to do some sort of... It's sort of like a mix between his sort of, um, you know, like sleepy, hollow meats. But it's not... It doesn't sort of look... Mars attacks. It looks yeah. more like... Adam's family meets the Brady Bunch, yeah, though. It's not. It got me Bra- yeah, although I yeah. like the Brady Bunch and the Adam's family, but it didn't. No, what's wrong with that? Weird. No, Do you know he's doing everything. Adam's family is a stop motion film? That'd be awesome. That's going to be amazing. Yeah. To be free, on the kind of Tim Burton thing, he's also released a trailer for Frank and Weenie, and I fucking hate that short film. I really hate that short film. But Frank and Weenie, the yeah. stop motion looks great. That looks great. Looks really good. Um, so he's... Well, we're not talking about that. We're talking about Dark oh, no, Shadow. Dark Shadow, Dark Shadow looks nice. Have you seen it, Linz? No. Uh, right. I have some stills. Yeah. Is it the one where Tim um, Johnny Depp surprisingly has terrible eyebrows? Yeah, he looks a bit weird. Yeah, I've seen what some stills. Weird and just thing thought, I'm just bored of it. That's yeah. Lindsay. For me, it was the whole the whole fish out of water story. Yeah, that's I what I hated. Bored yeah. of that sort of shit. I'm just, it's bored, just bored of Tim Burton. Yeah, I'm not bored. I'm not bored of Tim Burton. I'm not. I, I, the last I was looking online. I think the last since 2000 or 99 or something, I've only liked one of his films. Oh no. Two, but one of them I thought was overrated, but it was all right. That was Big Fish, which I thought was good. Big Fish is great. I, I like great. Big Fish. Sweeney Todd's amazing. No. Sweeney Todd's fun. That's the only one I like. I think I'm well on my own on Sweeney Todd. I, I think, think it's fucking be. awesome. I like it. I enjoy it. Although um, I preferred it the second time I watched it to the first time. It's too violent. I can't yeah. watch it. It's too um, violent. Fucking it? hell, Laura. You've got a really... I've got, I've got problems. 
I've got serious problems. Well, that's what happens when you were virgin watch... at 30 and grew up in a monastery. I, I couldn't watch District 9 because I thought it was too violent. Mm. But anyway, that's, that would be nice. just fucking Corpse. weird, but... Um, I have problems. What, what else has he released in the last 10 years? What is it? Corpse Bride. Oh. Corpse Bride, I've not seen it, but I've no. heard great things about no. it. Um, one band. Alice in Wonderland, which I hated. Alice in Wonderland was awful. Charlie and the Chocolate Sorry, Factory. Factory, which I hated. I didn't hate. I didn't think Charlie and the Chocolate Factory was it awful. Was no, I didn't hate it, awful. but it wasn't great. Um, oh. Sweeney's, I love it. Big Fish, Big Fish, Big Fish is, is great, good, but yeah. it wasn't amazing. Like, Big, I was a little Big bit Fish disappointed. It just makes me cry, which I quite like. It's a bit sentimental, and I quite yeah. like it that. Is, yeah, I, I like it a lot. Um, yeah, so... Yeah, so. Planet of was that before, too. Oh, God. That was, that was, I was at university, so that would have been in this year. That would have been... Yeah, we'd have been... T- in 2000. That would have been 1893. They didn't have universities back then, Laura. I didn't know. They probably did. Certainly not ones that Darren could go to. In 1890, didn't have universities. I don't know. I was being... I have seen... I've seen loads of trailers. Which one do I want to talk about? Yeah, it's been a lot. I mean, we sort of should talk about Prometheus, but I think maybe we'll save this because mm-hmm. I think you're going. Are you going to talk about Alien? I mean, not to give anything away, but you're going to talk about the Alien films mm, only briefly for the sci-fi section. Yeah. Uh, I've mentioned it before, but yeah, new trailer. Oh, yeah, but so I think that's in terms of being excited about film. I think that's probably the one we're. Yeah. You know, I'm speaking for everyone here, but the one that we're all probably most excited about. Yeah, right? out, of the, out of the summer blockbusters, definitely that's my yeah. one. That I don't yeah. think I've seen the trailer. No, I, don't I, open, I think I sleep through the trailers, you know. You must do. Like, with my eyes open. The thing is about Prometheus is that it's sort of like this tenuous link to Alien, and I just want it to be an Alien prequel. I don't want it to be in the same world. It looks ten- more than tenuous, though. I know, know. but they're saying... I it's know. Some, some sort of, I mean, is it some sort of weird marketing strategy? Strategy? It's a weird strategy if they don't want it to be anything it's to do with strange. the other film. Though, right? like a big, well, I don't know, we'll see. Um, yeah. but, um, I mean, you can see, like, the big... Um, What's his name? The pilot or whatever from the ship. Space the pirate. You can, you can see him in the trailer. No, it's not space pirate. That's a Metroid. Space jockey. Yeah, space jockey. That's it. Um, and it's obviously the same company. Wayland, isn't it? But, but um, yeah, the film... Uh, sh- oh, fuck it. Uh, Chernobyl Diaries. Have you heard of it? No. Oh, I've seen like, the banner of the trailer, but I've not watched it. Okay, yeah. It's, it's the guy who did... Um, I think he just produced it. Um, it's the guy who did um, Paranormal Activity. It's a... A found footage horror film. Oh, again. About basically about these this these group of people who'd go on like extreme holidays and they decide to take a holiday to Chernobyl. Okay, sounds a bit more interesting. Sounds like a great holiday. Yeah, the concept is not that bad. It's, it, it, it it starts off all right, and they get they've got this guy, this Russian guy. So everything's done like hello, welcome <laughs> to Chernobyl, and it's all a bit oh god, but. Is um, it on the Trans-Siberian that... Express, though? I mean, that would be a good holiday. Yeah, maybe. But anyway, Russian Chernobyl. Accent, Pardon? Is that your Russian accent? <laughs> what do you mean? No, really? we got a Russian in just to do that bit. Yeah. <laughs> um, Fred. And then they go there, then there's this, obviously this, there's people still there who are going to be obviously fucking mutating. So, oh, I see. So yeah. it's going to be a little bit offensive. <laughs> it's a little bit of a zombie movie, but about radiation victims. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, I can, I can yeah, work with that. Yeah, it's not too bad. So have you seen anything, Lindsay, trailer-wise? Um, there's the Snow White trailer, and then there's the... Uh, the Which awesome... one, Mirror Mirror or Huntsman? Oh, uh, no, the Huntsman one, what's Mirror Mirror? Is Mirror Mirror the one where Julia Roberts is oh, the one? Yeah. Where, yeah. Mirror Mirror is the one where oh, you want okay. to assassinate everybody in the world just so they I've don't get to that. see them. I, I knew, because I was confused when the Snow White and the Huntsman was, because I didn't realise they were making two, and then I was like, why is Charlize Theron the White Queen? It's, yeah. I don't know where this trend for, like, gothing up 
fairy tales has come from. It's well, like, he well, could actually say that what it's doing is going back to its roots. Well, yeah, I yeah. suppose you're kind of going back. But it isn't, though. Mirror Mirror definitely isn't. Well, no, I'm on, yeah. about, on about Huntsman. No, I haven't seen Mirror Mirror. But Huntsman, yeah, it looks, you know, epic fantasy type crap. You know, it's not bad. But I, I think it'd be nice. To, I've not really seen Kristen, Kristen, Kirsten, whatever her name is, Stuart, do much. So, but she seems to be doing a lot. So I don't know. It I've looks, heard she, she can be good much. in the right roles, but I haven't, I haven't really seen many of them. Yeah, and I, it's just every time I see her face, I just want to punch her because she's the fucking know. Bella Swan. It's 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 bad, but is, um, is that her name, Bella Swan? Yeah, in the book. Yeah. Like oh my god! Yeah, Bella Swan. The imagery is genius. Oh, it's incredible! It's absolutely incredible. It, it they're like literary masterpieces, Darren. You should totally read them. You know, they won't make you angry at all. Oh, I can um, imagine, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Speaking of angry, should we get on to the films we've seen? <laughs> what, have you got, what have you got? One? Oh, no, can we talk about Tom Cruise in Rock of Ages before we go any further? Oh, yeah. You that do have a trailer. Awful. I do have a trailer. Two. Um, does Darren have a trailer? Darren's got loads. He's had a um, trailer, sort of. But, uh, yeah, no, it looks, it looks bad. I mean, it's like an 80s rock musical straight from the West End. It's like an episode of Glee meets Russell Brand's career meets Tom Cruise's little cameo in Tropic Thunder. It's... Bollocks, it looks awful, but, like, not in a kind of, oh, my God, that's so naff, it's awesome kind of way, but in a, like, let's all sing along to Journey songs kind of way. And Does it they, look embarrassingly bad? And Russell Brand, they, they feature Russell Brand quite heavily in the trailer, and he's, he's, he's exactly what you expect him to be, with an even worse haircut than normal. <laughs> so he's the same as he is in absolutely everything else. How the like, fuck has he got a career? Because Americans think he's funny. Because well, they, he had a career before that, though. Great. Yeah, but he had a career as a stand-up, not as an actor. And as a stand-up, Russell Brand That's is brilliant. True. As an actor, Russell Brand is fucking appalling. Um, pardon me. I don't that. think he's that brilliant in stand-up, to be fair, but that's another no, story. I, I like stand-up, and I like stuff like Ponderland and his clip stuff, but I don't like, I don't like him going, Oh, governor, I'm an actor! It's, yeah, it's really frustrating. So, yeah, Rock of Ages, avoid it. Tom Cruise running around with no shirt on and long hair. And, uh, uh, mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm with you there. I've seen that trailer. <laughs> Yeah, it's rock-tastic. Although Anna really wants to see it, so probably unfortunate. <laughs> Go, Anna. Well, we say it's some kind of, like, comedy retro thing. That's, like, the height of fashion in Finland, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's because it's, it's all hair metal and, like, 80s cheesy hair metal, oh, and yeah, Anna like, thinks that's... But then I don't think it is. I think it's, like, domestic metal. Yeah, like, it's not, like... Yeah. Domestic metal. Do you know oh, what I mean? that's why I'm saying like hair saucepans. metal. Yeah, it's hair metal. It's not, like, proper... What? Death. Hair metal, domestic metal? Hair fuck? metal's, like, 80s, like... Big hair, Aerosmith. Yeah, yeah shit like Lots that. of yeah. guitar yeah. riffs. Yeah. Iron Maiden and... And what's domestic metal? Well, for me, I'm domestic. well, it's domestic. Domestic. I made up. But it's this, like, it's something that your mum would know and that your mum would dance to at a family party. You know, you put a bit of Def Leppard on and she's like, yeah, I can't remember any Def Leppard songs now. Which one, feels, is, which one is that? Is that domestic or...? Yeah, that's... I think that's what I would call I'm domestic. Well confused. I think Dave Blues might... Be... a homemade one. <laughs> OK, yeah, yeah, awesome. It's the one I made up. Yeah, but this is the girl who likes to say the words guesstimate and um, chillax, so... Um, you chillax, She can add man. domestic fucking metal to that list. Domestic and metal are two legitimate words. If I'd call it demetal or dometal dom- or... Well, that's how know, a deaf person says it. <laughs> demetal. Oh, dear. <laughs> so, one group offended yeah. the podcast. <laughs> See how many we can get through. Demetal. Well, you could make another joke there, but I ain't going that low. Okay. As in, why the fuck would they be listening to this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this is when we do like some kind of a Rocky Horror Picture Show lip thing over the whole lot, like uh, so they can uh, lip read it. <laughs> Smile, tasty lips. Cool. Anyway, Sorry. let's move on to what we've seen. To be honest, I think 
Lindsay, unless things have changed, have you not seen anything? Oh, new? no, I've seen. I've seen. I wasted two hours of my life. I've seen. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> contraband. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, you saw contraband? Mm. It was the only. It was. It was the the only choice in a sea of bad choices. Oh, oh! I thought it was going to be pretty easy. You know, average right, yeah. kind of thriller. But, no. but well, no. Well, the thing is, is it was part heist movie, like you know, ex-con gone good, one last job. But then part like my life's in danger. They're going to murder my wife and children because my brother-in-law's a fuck up. So I've got to do this to save my family. So it had the kind of tone of a heist movie, and then occasionally these moments of trying to be really dark and violent. And, and as a result, it just didn't do anything it was supposed to. It was like, well, what are you? Are you a kind of a boys together going on a big, you know, jolly heist to steal some fake money? Or are you genuinely terrified that these gangsters are going to murder your wife and children? It just, just, didn't, just didn't work. It was like, you know, they, they're like... They did, like, it was really silly, like, some of the ways that they kind of hid, them, hid stuff and kind of got the better of the ship captain because they do it on, like, a... Um, a transport ship and it was and then other times where you know you've got the the crazy kid from 310 to yuma whose name i can never remember but he's brilliant um darren you might know we've had this conversation I've before a film, I can't uh, kind of twisted looking guy looks a little bit like um like an ugly version of um oh no i know the main bad guy yeah. sorry i was i know is Giov- giovanna rubisi's the main bad is it that no, you're talking about kind of sidekick the guy that oh, goes sorry. up and like the kind of twitchy looking little kid that's like early 20s he looks like a kind of it's wiry, ugly Ryan Gosling. Um, but anyway, he's brilliant. But then it just it doesn't work. It was just like, I don't understand. Like, uh, And then at the end, it's like a heist movie again. It's like, you know, I'm waiting for George Clooney and Brad Pitt to come up and go, yeah, it's like Ocean's 13 and 14. something really serious. It's just, just, no, it didn't work. Just didn't buy into it at all. And it just wasn't engaging. I was like, oh, oh, what are you doing? I don't understand. So, so yeah, all in all, then. bit yeah. rubbish. Was there anything yeah. good about it? No, there was. It wasn't bad. Like, I thought he was great, the guy whose name I can't remember. Um, what else has he been I, in? I can only ever remember him from 310 to Yuma. I'm sorry, I suck. Um, and he's utterly crazy in it. Um, but uh, Kate Beckinsale surprised me. I thought she'd be awful, but she's not. I mean, individually, their performances are good. I think the issue is the, like, I think it's a bad, badly put together story and the concept's good. You know, kind of classic like, heist movie or even kind of, you know, my life's in danger type thing, but it just wasn't executed very well. Don't like, know what it is. It doesn't yeah, go and, and really big, showy kind of, like, set pieces involving helicopters and boats where you were, like, cutting, like, almost like, um, you know, when they play that bah, bah, bah music over the top, you were kind of waiting for that to happen, where it was, like, you know... Um, like Panther style. Ch- you know, like in, like, Charlie's Angels, yeah, when yeah. they like, a montage and then they, like, pop up caption pictures of them all getting... Do you... Uh, do you uh... Kidding up, I know what you mean. <laughs> I've heard that, um, it, like, towards the end, it just gets sillier and sillier and sillier. Yeah. It just gets out of control, and it's like, well, where does... And you start you start believing, like, you know, like, one of the characters sustains some really serious injuries and then there's nothing done about it. Do you know what I mean? It's like, there's mm. no way you'd still be alive. This is impossible. But, um, but yeah, it's, it was funny in places, but, meh, meh. I've come, kind of forgotten it, to be honest. Um, yeah. And the kid from Who Plays Phoebe's Brother and the electric boy in X-Files, he was, like, the main bad guy. 
And in my head, he's Phoebe. That's Rubissi, yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. He's Phoebe's brother. No, he's not Phoebe's. Oh, yeah, yeah, he's okay. He's Frank. And in my head, always Frank and Frank. I always get mixed up with Eddie from Friends. I always get those two mixed up. No. Oh, the, yeah, the one that looks a bit like Seinfeld. What's he called? Uh, anyway, I can't remember. Anyway, Seinfeld. but um, Adam, but yeah. Adam Goldberg, Gold, Gold, yeah. <laughs> Name that actor. Um, <laughs> so yeah, it was just a bit like I can't take you seriously as a bad guy because you're Phoebe's little brother. <laughs> just yeah. Anyway, so no, disappointing. But it was that, or I can't even remember what. Okay. And I, um, I did, oh, carry on. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Body now, and <laughs> forget <laughs> it. Shit. Um, I'll talk about a film I saw called Chronicle. I don't know if people have heard of it. Yeah. yeah. The um, sort of like making, you know, mockumentary style superhero the one where they film. Can, like shift time and space and stuff. No, you've got telekinesis. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah, that's what it is, yeah. Um, and this, this film is a really, really weird one. Obviously, it's been getting loads of buzz and it did really well. And, it's, and ultimately, it is probably. I probably say this a lot, but it is one of the most frustrating films that I have ever, ever seen. Um, but at the same time, there's a lot about it that is brilliant. Loads about it that is really good. The concept is great. I mean, the general concept is there's a group of guys. One of the guys, for some reason, wants to film everything all the time for his blog. And, um, and then there's this party, and then somebody finds a hole. And because he's got a camera, they want him to go and film it. So then these three lads go down this hole, they find this glowing crystal thing, they all touch it, pass out, and then wake up the next day, and they've all got telekinesis. Cool. Okay? And then basically what happens is, there's telekinesis, at first they can, like, pick up bits of Lego, and then it gets stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. While at the same time, like, people say it's like a, like a mockumentary superhero film, it is not in the slightest. It's more darker than that, which is a really good thing. And then they start using the stuff for really fucked up things, and it gets more powerful. And in the end, it ends up like Akira. Yeah, that's what I've heard of. It's mad. The ending is mental. And where one of them, who the kind of guy who has the you know guy has the camera, he's got no friends, and he, until this happened, and then he gets sort of descends into sort of insanity, I suppose, and that the whole world's against him. So he then wants to destroy the world. That's pretty much the concept. Um, and it's quite interesting, and it has got loads of moments of brilliance to it and, and surprise. The tone is a surprise, because I expected it to be like a, a lot lighter and a lot, you know, like a superhero film, and it isn't. It's darker than that. I mean, there's loads of great sequences, and the special effects on the whole are, are really good. And then kind of like lifting stuff out and, you know, fl flinging stuff about. It's all really well put together. The biggest problem it makes is the same fucking problem all these films make, is why the fuck is this film a mockumentary? It is the most ludicrous decision. The only explanation I can find is that to pull off the special effects to the standard that it does it at, it has to do it on footage, which is not, you know, is pretty, is, is lesser quality, if that makes sense, and oh, raw and a bit messier. Oh, isn't it quite hard to put effects in stuff like that? <laughs> no, no, no. To I don't make think it looks sort of. I guess it depends on the yeah, camera. because the foot yeah. I mean, the, the, what makes it hard is the fact that the camera's moving about so much in yeah. the kind of tracking. But a lot of that can be done afterwards as well. But yeah. I guess these days, and nowadays, is amazing. yeah, so easy. And it's the only explanation so it pulls it off. Because if it was slicker, the special effect would have looked shit. I mean, it looks shit sometimes, but on the whole, it it pull it off a lot. So only, but other than, I mean, other than that, artistically, it is a bollocks decision because it. 
I mean, it is insanely contrived why this is all being filmed anyway. So you watch it and you're like, okay, so he's a blogger and you're like, oh, no, typical. And then he's there and you're thinking, he, you know, he wouldn't be filming these conversations. It's just fucking ludicrous, the conversations that he is filming. Now, on some bits, it, it does it really well. Because they've got telekinesis, he ends up sort of moving the camera. So the camera's not really restricted in terms of being on someone's shoulder because he moves the camera where he wants to. But, at the, but then they're saying that it's like a muscle and that you need to focus on what they kind of move. But then he's having conversations and doing loads of shit while the camera's doing loads of... And yeah. it's like, okay, so now we can just subconsciously fucking move this camera about. So it, in a way, that's the least of its problems. It is more, why is he filming this? Why are they filming this? You know, yeah. n- no logic. And then what happens is, there's this other girl character who comes in, and she's also blogging everything. So they've got two cameras, so now they can do what normal films do, yeah, and cut oh, between yeah. the two. So, the, uh, so now, yeah. you got a norm, now you're starting to get a, like a normal film where you, co- you know, you're getting the coverage. And it's just fucking ludicrous that they're filming each other all the time. And the, it's just... Yeah, no, uh, but... It's pain oh, inducing. No. I, I, yeah. I don't know. I spent the last week at a fucking nerd ass conference, and seriously, people walk around with headsets of cameras and they're talking into headsets and they're blogging it as they're going. And they're like, Yeah, it's different. They're at a technology yeah. conference. Yeah, the, but the thing is, though, the thing is, it's like, you think live that way, yeah, like, I think, through a camera, yeah. And I think, well, the thing is, though, it's like what the idea is, I guess, of I think what they do with a lot of these films is they think, Oh, would people film this? It's like. People would, I'm sure teenagers, if they had special powers, mm. would film themselves using the special powers. But they wouldn't yeah. film themselves chatting about it in between, would they? So that's, yeah. that's what's it, annoying, I guess. It's just it. the ridiculous conversations mm. that, that it see. It is just absolute ludicrous. And then it gets even more ludicrous towards the end when, when everything starts going apeshit. And you're thinking, now why is this being filmed? Yeah. You know, it's just, and then there's one bit where I know we get, you know, it's not going to be a big spoiler, but we better have a spoiler warning. We get told off for that now. Um, <laughs> Is that at the you know like it does go a bit of care at the end? Let's just say two people are flying in the air because they can lift themselves up. That's how they fly. They telekinetic yeah, on the post. Yeah, so they fly. They're flying in the air, having a bit of a fight. So you know, and for no reason whatsoever, one of the characters gets takes all the cameras off people on the street to film them. So there's cameras around them so we can see this fight. Now. He's fucking ludicrous. Now, if the character, right, you can explain this. If the character was like, he wanted the whole world to be looking upon him and he wanted the world to see his powers, fair enough to an extent, but he doesn't. This kid wants to be shut away from the world. He's like a a complete loner. He wants to be shut away, absolutely. And he wants the whole world to be destroyed because he, he, he doesn't want the pain anymore. So all of a sudden, he's having this fight, and for no reason, he gets all these cameras to follow them having this fight. And it, it's so just... it isn't like some kind of vanity thing where he's like, no. everybody, I'm the best in the world, No, no. But... if he did, okay, I'd still think it's a bit contrived, but at least they've rationalised it. it. They don't yeah. even rationalise it. They've just got these idiotic... Fuck, it's just absolutely painful. And it's such a shame, because it is, it's quite well-performed, it's very well put together, but it, is, it just absolutely pulls, pulled me out of it every single time. And it's like, if this was just a normal film, it would have been amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I had that with Cloverfield, it just annoyed oh, me. Oh, exactly, but yeah. But for some reason, there's some found footage films where I just... Maybe it's what mood I'm in, but sometimes, even though I think the idea is... It's, it's like going back to Trollhunt, I don't bring I that up again. But I had that with Trollhunt, and I like... Again, I sort of thought, okay, they probably wouldn't film all this stuff, but I don't know, I just went with it. It's kind of fun, no, Trollhunter. gets away with it more yeah, because so. Because it's silly, yeah. yeah. It's much more fun. A- a- another thing, Trollhunter reminded me of it, the only thing Trollhunter gets wrong is the sound, and, oh, and another yeah, thing this yeah. film does, oh my God, fuck me, the sound in this film is 
This couldn't be more infuriating because it is like the most perfectly mixed oh. sound. That's what annoyed me like most. Yes, yeah. I, that did annoy me. That's like five point one. Yeah, if you're using a fucking little phone camera, yeah, phone microphone, it's just it just doesn't make sense. I'm not joking. There's just one. Yeah, there's one scene. They're in like this um like a, a crowded room. It's like a party. Mm. Oh, there's a scene when they're in a nightclub. Oh, they're in a oh, nightclub. Oh, oh. That's a different thing. They're in a nightclub. Sound in a nightclub. <laughs> but the light is always, everything's lit really brightly, and the sound is just couldn't be more crystal clear. Oh, like God. you can hear them. And but there's this one scene where they're in the audience when there's this guy on stage, right? The, the audience, are, there's like a thousand people. They're all cheering and chanting and blah 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 blah. They're in the audience, but we can still hear the guy on stage who, who has just walked on stage, who doesn't even have a microphone. And he's just sort of like talking quite normally, <laughs> telling them to be quiet. And it's just like... Oh, my God. Yeah. Clearly nobody's ever seen a bootleg fucking YouTube yeah. live concert. Yeah, it was fair. just... <laughs> and it's just infuriating. It infuriates me, to, one, because it just breaks me out. and But also, it's just like, you're missing... In a way, I'm pleased because of what we're doing with Vigilante, because it gives me ideas. And that you can be so want. creative... Yeah. You can be so creative. Yeah. Okay, so you could go with this format. You've got this camera. The microphone is here. That is all it is. There's nowhere else. Yeah. So you can be really creative in what we're hearing and what we're seeing, mm. and they don't do it. it. It's just like a, it's a normal film, and ah, the f- oh, fucking winds me up. And it is a shame because there are moments of absolute brilliance. Yeah. So it's really frustrating on uh, you know on that front, really. Yeah. So yeah, really? Chronicle. There you go. <laughs> what else? Um, I have seen a film. I, I've not seen anything at the cinema. But I've seen a DVD that's getting like. It's going straight to DVD, which it sounds rubbish. So it's still a new release. It, but it is a new release. I won't talk about it too much because I'm actually going to put a full review up um, tomorrow night or something like that when I can get around to it. Uh, but it's uh, Corman's World, okay. Exploits of a Hollywood Rebel. It's a documentary about Roger Corman, very famous sort of director turned producer from, well, I mean, he's, he's still making stuff now. He started in the 50s. Um, <coughs> and it's really, it's it's... It's talking about it's, it's talking about where how he got started and sort of what he's been doing, but also largely what it's talking about is how important he was to the industry and how he he gave so many big sort of name directors actors um, their start. I mean, one of the main ones who features heavily. I mean, the documentary is full of like it's like people who pop up. It's like what the fuck? Just incredibly famous people in this um, in this documentary talking about Roger Corman. It shows how much people sort of respected him and loved him. Even though he made shit, quite tr- he made re- yeah he made really trashy, trashy, trashy sort of B movies. Although he did make a couple of sort of cult classics and stuff that that are pretty decent. But as I say, a lot of it is about uh, it's a bit of a loving, I guess, about people saying why he's so respected. But it works; it's very good. But as I say, it's um, one of the main guys who contributes is uh, Jack Nicholson, and Jack, I didn't really I knew he'd worked with Coleman a lot before, but but he was in like. Absolutely, dozens of his films before he sort of got going. He was ba- basically Jack Nicholson just worked for Roger Coleman for for years before he got um, got his uh, big break with Easy Rider and stuff like that. Um, and funnily enough, there's even goes on how Easy Rider was originally they were going to originally make it with Roger Coleman because uh, they'd made a film a couple of years previously, um, The Wild Angels, which is an, it, which was a biker movie um, uh, made right at the end of the uh, sort of. It was made like two years before he's arrived it, um, and that had Peter Fonda in it. Um, uh, I think oh, I don't know if that one had Jack Nicholson. In it. it might have done. I can't remember. But yeah, it had a lot of it had some similar people from Easy Rider in it. It's obviously about a similar subject matter, and that did really really well. It made a lot of money, um, and really, uh, when um, 
Peter Fonda and sort of Dennis Hopper and Jack Nicholson got together with um, wanting to make Easy Rider, they approached Roger Corman first and said, oh, uh, we want to make this film. Can you, do you want to produce it? And uh, what he actually told them was he actually, because at, at the time he was just purely focused on making exploitation films. And he sort of looked at the script and he was, he was like uh, saying, oh, no, no, I'm getting mixed up. I'm uh. an idiot. I'm talking about the wrong film. Uh. <laughs> yeah, no, that's bollocks. Yeah, different story. There's but no, review. Is that the Easy Rider do- documentary? That Easy Rider Raging Bull? Is that? That, that's a different film. No, no, I, I just got I got my stories from the documentary mixed up. No, no, with Easy Rider, yeah, he was um, he was down to do Easy Rider, but he he, uh, he didn't in the end. Yeah, he ended up taking a good story. Else. The story wasn't <laughs> as good. No, the story was about Mean Streets, because Martin Scorsese, um, his first sort of theatrically released. A feature film was for Roger Coleman as well, um, and then afterwards he approached uh, Coleman with Mean Streets, saying, "I want to make this." Uh, but at the time he was making purely exploitation films, and he actually said, "Well, if you turn it into a black exploitation film and have all the cast black, basically, then I'll make it." And Martin Scorsese was like, "Well, no, it's about Italian American community, it's about this," and just and didn't and went with somewhere else, and obviously the rest is history. But um, so it sort of goes in talks about how Coleman was um, so important to a lot of these people in getting their breaks. He obviously spotted talent early on and sort of exploited it. Um, Black exploited it. Yeah. <laughs> but at the same time, it shows how really he never got the recognition he really deserved because he he didn't really take any risks to make anything that wasn't going to be commercial. To him, he just always it always had to have some sort of exploitation or sort of genre angle and um, always because uh, he because he was just very i guess he was just very good at, at hollywood finances no, his films never lost any yeah, money yeah. he was like okay people want to watch this i'm gonna make this and i'll make it for fucking nothing he made his films stupidly cheaply and so they always made their money back so that's why he was so popular that's why he kept going um, but I think one thing it does talk about in the documentary there was one there's one film that he did make where he lost money and it was a massive disaster and that was the, um, oh, what's it called? It's, um, I can't remember what it's called anyway, but it had, uh, You're on fire tonight. <laughs> yeah, I'm I had all these notes, but they're at home. Uh, but no, it, it's basically, it's got William Shatner in it, bizarrely, in one of his earliest roles. Star Trek? Yeah, yeah, from, from Star Trek. No, I mean, was that the film? No, no, no. <laughs> it was 19, it was like 1961 or something like that, and, um, I had William Shatner in it, but it was all about, uh, racial segregation, um, and, and he, but he really wanted to make this, uh, and obviously because he, he had his own, he set up his own studio and stuff at the time. He's like, okay, I'm going to make this film. He made this film, sort of his, his first true sort of passion project where he really wanted to say something, and it was just way, it was just, it was just too controversial. And and just at that time in America, just people were just disgusted by it, and and thought people called him a communist and stuff like that, and nobody went to watch it. And the film, the film just absolutely just just died so and that was quite early on his career so uh, the way it sort of puts it in the documentary it doesn't uh, sort of say this out out loud but you get the idea the way it's structured that that really struck a real blow for him and he was like no i just want to make money and he just just made b movies b movies b movies the rest of his life and still as i say he he was a really important figure in cinema but he had that feeling he could have maybe done something more also, I don't want to go on with, I said I wasn't going to talk about I was going to say, no, 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 no. really brief. I did. <laughs> but as I say, I really enjoyed it, though. I thought it was, a, it was a great, great, really, really good film. Really easy to watch, really enjoyable, but also quite informative, very interesting. 
shows loads of clips from his films. Um, and one last other thing I just wanted to mention that I thought, found quite interesting was another thing that Roger Coleman did um, was he was one of the first people in the sort of 60s to sort of uh, openly distribute foreign cinema, like world cinema. So he did a lot to sort of get um, Bergman and Fellini and all this sort of stuff in the, in the 60s and 70s to get that out to an American audience, to a wider audience. He, he was one of the earliest people to do that, which is quite interesting because you always think of Roger Coleman as making cheesy sort mm. of monster movies and things. So, um, yeah, because in reality, he, him as a, as a person, that's the sort of films he watched. He didn't really watch the trashy movies. It's, clear, it's purely sort of a business thing for him. So it's, inter- it's really interesting, um, really enjoyable documentary. I do recommend it. Is it like an um, amazing documentary or is it just like entertainment? It's uh, mainly entertainment. I think it's not, in terms of structure, it's very basic. It's talking heads mixed with clips from his films. It's nothing um, groundbreaking in that respect. But it's just, it's just fun. It's entertaining and, and interesting. I just found it really interesting. I think if you're not a film fan, um, and you probably won't get into it as much, and I'm quite a big fan of exploitation cinema so that, and 70s cinema, which is what it focuses on a lot. And uh, so I guess for people who maybe aren't interested in that sort of thing, you might not get much from it, but, uh, but I really enjoyed it. You loved it. Well, I had a epic day on Sunday. I saw three whole films, um, but I am going to talk about uh, Woman in Black. Ooh. Which, yes, yes. Uh, that is um, quite an old one, isn't it? So I don't, maybe this one, is we do it quite briefly. Yeah, no, I can talk about it briefly because like there isn't a huge amount yeah, like to say Dave, about yeah. it. Um, is it scary? For some reason, it's the one that's yes, in Yes, it head. is, yes. It's what, sorry? Is it scary? It is scary, actually. It's Good. really scary. I spent a lot of the time looking into Darren's shoulder, which I was quite surprised. <laughs> uh, I was quite surprised that I did that. It's a nice shoulder. But it is a nice shoulder, yeah. But yeah, the right, but a lot of it like starts off, I think we were worried, actually, because it starts off very like, boom, that kind of scariness. And although the at the beginning it's sort of, it, it's there, but it's only there like for that reason, just to be like a boo moment. But then it does start to later on there be sort of reasons for it to be there. So even though it does kind of jolt you, there's more of a reason for it to happen rather than it just happening, which is annoying. Um, but yeah, no, I think mainly for me, it's it's talking about Harry Harry Potter, <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe. <laughs> <laughs> well, role. there is life problem. <laughs> See, that's... that's yeah. Give us a general overview yeah. of the film. Of the film, sorry. Yeah, yeah so the general... Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a ghost story. Um, no, the general overview of the film, uh, the, the Daniel Radcliffe plays a young guy... Who's got a two or three year old child? No, he's at least five. He wasn't. Is he five? Well, Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. Yeah, it was, which is <laughs> really five. weird. It's like you must have been about ten when you had him, right? But uh, yeah, no. So uh, and then he, his, his wife has died. Um, so and he's going away for his uh, to do work basically, and it's it, he works for a lawyer. Uh, a lot. What was it? A, a law lawyer. Firm. A law firm. He works for a law firm. Law oh, my God. Should <laughs> start again? Yeah, he works for a law firm, and he has to go and tie up some business in this really old house. And when he gets to the place where it is, so he leaves his son with the nanny behind, and he goes. And when he gets there, all of the locals don't really want to talk about the house, and, oh, it's scary. Mm. And, um, and, yeah, and then, obviously, you know, they don't want him to go there. They all want him to leave. Um, and then he he does go there, of course. Scary things happen. Children in the village start dying, and thus the story continues. Um, and and yeah, and and there's a sequence in the house where he first when he first goes into the house, and then it descends in to night time. I can't remember the first or second time. Second time. Yes, yeah, second time. But there's this sequence that must go on for about 
half an hour. I, I just it was it was just too much. I just couldn't cope. It was too scary. But I mean, it's it's not. I'm not. It's not a brilliant. I don't think it's the best horror film ever. But it, it did really, really scare me. Um, but actually, what I want to talk about is Daniel Radcliffe in this role. It's quite funny. He's got like quite a good face for it in that he can do a very good distressed look i think his all his training as harry potter um and being yeah. so hard done to has got his sort of distress look down and it kind of works but as soon as he starts talking it's just completely wrong it's like he does this moment where he's got this sort of picture of his wife and he looks down at it and it's, like, it's supposed to be this beautiful moment and he just goes good night and he just cannot deliver a line at all. So, yeah, but, but luckily there isn't a huge amount of dialogue in it for him. So, it, you know, it does kind of work. Um, but, yeah, but ultimately I haven't got anything more to say about it. And that, except for there is one really, really scary moment. I think possibly the most freakiest moment I've ever seen in a film. No exaggeration. The one the window. It yeah, was yeah, really yeah, awful. Yeah, no, you I'm not going to say what it is because it's too much of a spoiler, but it is really, yeah. really scary. Oh, you see, it's, I thought it looked shit, so I didn't go see it. Oh, it's, it's not. It's, it's it's not brilliant. It's but it's it is it is scary. I reckon I'm softening up. I went to watch three films that I was dreading on Sunday, and I actually didn't mind any of them in a weird way. What were they? I thought you said you were going to slag everything up today. No, no, not really. Just Chronicle. Even though Chronicle was probably better than it, weirdly. You saw but Chronicle, you saw you. Woman in Black. No, I saw, you saw... Um, Raven. Woman in Black and oh, okay. John Carter. Um, so, yes, so Woman in Black, I mean, I'll just, my opinion as well. Um, yeah, I mean, I did have a big problem with Daniel Radcliffe's casting. It's not the right film for him. He can't act. He looks mm. way too Nothing young. Nothing is ever right the film for him. Way too point. young for this role. That You know, that yeah. he's meant to be a lawyer, he's, got a, he's married, he's had a kid... It's it just didn't just yeah. didn't work at all for me. Yeah. You kind of get over it after a while and kind of take it for what it is. And but on the whole, I was very. I mean, I've seen the stage play and I fucking hated it. I thought it was really overrated because the stage play is every single horror cliche. You know, it is the kind of rocking horse rocking on its own, and it is the creaky footsteps and and it is a, there are loads of you know kind of jumpy moments, and I just fucking hate that kind of horror. And this film, to an extent, does a similar thing. It's not a rocking horse, it's a rocking chair. <laughs> but the thing is, because of the format, it, it's it's so graphic. Not graphic, but like, you see kind of graphic imagery. It's not gory, but you see some really dark graphic imagery. Yeah, really dark. And so in, in a way, it worked for that. And there's not that much sort of jumpy horror. There's a bit of it. It's still too much, and it's still unnecessary. But a lot of it... And my kind of favourite horror is just like when the situation creeps up on you and the terror of the situation kind of oh. is there. And it does that quite well. It is, in all honesty, it is very fucking scary. Mm. And the fact that this is a 12A is <laughs> There are moments ridiculous. in it. Yeah, there are moments in it like it shouldn't be a scared me completely. It shouldn't be a 12, it should be a 15. It's, it's, the fact that an 8-year-old or a 9-year-old can watch this film is absolutely farcical. Yeah. But what's quite interesting, I was reading a... I was listening to an interview with the director in the, uh, of it, and that it, well, it got passed as a 15 at first, and that um, that they really wanted a 12A because of the Harry Potter audience and stuff like that. So, and they had to make cuts, and the cuts they had to make, and all the cuts sounded much better to me. The cuts were that they had to cut away that each sort of graphic sequence had to be briefer, more brief, yeah. um, and that they had to on and they had to weirdly they had to make it darker. <laughs> 
on those well, graphics. Well, like, as in light yeah. tone darker. Or Literally darker, darker, yeah. So as in dark in the image, it was not as clear. Yeah. That's scary. That yeah. makes it scarier. I know it does, right? And then the other one, which is, again, better for me, this is different to the American call, and the other one is um, on the loud moments of music and sound effect to accompany dark moments, they had to reduce all that down, and I fucking hate that when you accompany something scary with it. <laughs> That'd make a difference. That's, <laughs> that's what the BFI wanted. I was about to say. Because that's those jumpy moments, those big yeah. sound effects, that's to try but, I mean, make you but, jump. But scariness that. isn't what causes the BBFC to cut things out. Usually it's like Language, graphic imagery. And stuff. Well, that's why they wanted it. That's surely the music. Well, no, it's about unsettling. It's about how unsettling yeah. it is for a younger audience. Surely you can get some really fucking creepy yeah, views. Yeah, of course you can. Yeah, well... It's weird, aren't But that's what they did and they got a 12A, but it's fucking ludicrous that it's a 12A, to be honest. Good on them, because yeah. it's, it's like what the most successful British horror ever. Yeah. Already and it's and it is good. It's so, hammer back in yeah. force. It's hammer, it's, yeah. 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 Obviously, they did let me in. Let me in as well. It's 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 good. Now have yeah. a nice British Horror Institute back it's, again. Well, the most famous horror label in yeah, the world, yeah. surely. And um, yeah, surprisingly good. You know, it's, it's pretty. You know, the endings. You know, doesn't the, never get sentimental. You know, it's, yeah. The the it, ending was. It, I would have expected a, <laughs> well, I would have expected a different ending and it for a split second I thought go. we got it but we didn't but anyway didn't not, no, no, not ruin it too much but yeah it was one of the, it was a big surprise and it was with better casting with less yeah definitely better casting it, it was a bit cheesy it was a little bit what are you doing around here you're not welcome around here you know it was a little bit like that <laughs> not hugely but, it, but, it was, but what I'm saying is it, 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 to elevate it further it, a couple of tweaks but it was written by Jane Goldman and she says so she's turning out to yeah, be she's, yeah pretty Mrs Ross I don't think she's turning out to be I think she's always been pretty decent yeah She's mm. just not really, you don't really notice it. Like, you know, now she's, she's not, got a name on she's her own. More, as a she's, she's more famous. She's more famous for being Jonathan Ross's wife. Well, that's in most yeah. circles. Yeah. Yeah. She didn't do, any, yeah. do anything for a long time, did she? Yeah. yeah. You gave her a first babies down and it's still classed as a job, I think. Say that again? She had babies, I think. That's still classed as a job. Yeah, yeah. Had, baby, had a family. Obviously, she started a slower career, but she's good on her. Good on her. Yeah, so... Woman in Black. Um, so yeah, so the film John Carter. Fuck okay, it, I'll chat about John Carter. Sci-fi theme week. Um, 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 it's a oh, it's a weird one. It's a weird one. I John, fell asleep. Did you? I didn't tell you that. About five minutes in the middle there. Because you're a knob. <laughs> I really want to see it. John Carter. Um, it is good. It's all right. It is surprisingly dull. I tell you what is impressive. I was quite generally impressed with that. Um, the special effects, generally, yeah. I fucking well, it costs freaking shit loads. Yeah, <laughs> it looks good. It looks good. It's a really weird one. It, it's a little bit silly. It is a little bit boring. But on the whole, <laughs> I, I did, I did really enjoy it. I mean, we've chatted about it before about all the names and the thought that it's not Mars and it's Barsoom and Jurukon and Thak. That is, a, they should have got rid of all that. It is silly. It's just silly. The talking and you're like, what the fuck? It, it's just so. It is very silly, and in the plot, ultimately, is very convoluted, really convoluted. I mean, just a bit like you know, this could be much more simple than this. Yeah, absolutely. I, I finished reading the book actually between the last podcast we did, and uh, it, yeah, it, it sounds. I mean, I'm not seeing the film, but it sounds like it's quite a direct translation. Which mm. I enjoyed the book, but it but wouldn't work you, on screen. You, these days. Exactly, it can work in books. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's too much. It should be much similar, simpler. Yeah, yeah it, I mean, it's good. It's quite. It's, it's enjoyable. You know, it's not too. You know, one of the main characters in it, the main villain, is awful, 
Oh, he's awful. Who is he? I think he was in The Hours, but I never really saw that. Oh, um, the guy from... Lindsay, you'll know his name. It's the guy from uh, Baltimore Crime... Wire. Oh, the wire. wire. Oh, wire? Dominic West. Dominic, Dominic West. West. He is awful. West. It's because he's just so English. Yeah. And it so just sounds so jarring when they're on English. fucking Mars. Which, weirdly enough, in The Wire, you know, he wasn't, but... No. Oh, he's no, awful. He's oh, I, can't bit. I remember watching really bits like of The Hours, and I, I remember his voice. It just sounds so unnatural. But, but, on, so, the, yeah. but, but on the whole, I thought, you know, it's good. It's, there's not loads to say about it. It's, the thing is, I was going to say it's so derivative, but it, it isn't. Because it's, I read a, um, it one of the first an article ones, on The Atlantic the other day that was saying that its major problem is it's been marketed completely wrong. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's Disney why it's flopping, is that it's been missold to poor audiences, so as a result, it's getting reviewed really badly, and people don't like it because it's not what they expect it to There's be. a lot of people standing up for it, though. Oh, loads of people, yeah, yeah, people, yeah. as sci-fi fans usually do. But the, th- but the thing is, I mean, I was listening to a podcast with him, Andrew Stanton, who you can't but love. He wrote all the Toy Story films, did Wally, Finding Nemo... Um, but he is a cock. Is he? Oh, oh my God, he's a cock. People were just asking him about the budget, like, do you feel pressured about, the, you know, 250 And he got into a right ass about that. People were saying, why have you changed it from John Carter from Mars? When, and he was, like, saying, oh, we're getting really just fucking arsy about it. Just saying, well, we did a focus group, um, and they said that, um, you know, if, it's, if some people don't like sci-fi. And it's just, and it's, it's a fucking ludicrous thing. The most successful films of all time are sci-fi films. There is a fucking audience for it. Yeah. Avatar, the most successful film of all time, is science fiction. Fucking Star Wars. Star Wars. It's that, you know, and it's... No. There's a biggest... You know no, I mean? it's fantasy. Pe- exactly. Pe- people would rather... No, oh, don't... Oh, we'll get onto that in a bit, Lindsay, you fucking... No, yeah, no, the the lines are very blurry, but yeah, I mean, I think this is part of the problem. If they were selling it as an action adventure because they thought it would get more people through the door. Ludicrous. Oh, because John Carter, yeah, that sounds like a fucking right. No, I I didn't even know it was based on books, but from the trailer, it looks like, well, shite, basically, just some dude in a loincloth with a, you know, thingy chest fighting people. It's It's not, it's not not shite, but it's it's a bit slow and it's a bit boring in places. Is yeah, the general gist yeah. of it for me. Another thing he was on about there was he was on about the money, and he's like, and he's like, oh, you made it. T-. He said, I've only ever made massive budget films. You know what? I won't even know what to do with five million. What and I think that? everyone just kind of went, what a you fucking How about you bend over and we shove up your ass, asshole? Yeah, he was just like really cocky. Because he was saying, I don't care. I don't care if it makes money. I just want to make good films. I only care about story. And then they were like, well, why have you changed its name then? Why have you made it? Yeah. Why have you retrofitted 3D into it then? Why have you made it then? a bad film? <laughs> yeah, you fucking. So that was a bit disappointing. Yeah. Because obviously he's a great guy, but the film, it was all right. It was just it was all right. Could have been a lot better, but you know, quite surprising. But looks very good as well. Cool. Um, before we move on to our theme, I did see I did see Moneyball. Oh, yeah, um, but that's okay. so gone. Have any of you seen it? No, I haven't seen. It. I'm desperate to see it. I'm it's desperate to see it. It's really good. Like, and I think if I knew I what I if I knew anything more about baseball other than that it's like American rounders, I think I'd love it. Like, it is really good. And Jonah Hill is surprisingly not Jonah Hill in it, which I really liked. But it's it's a nifty little film, and it, it, it felt a little bit like Friday Night Lights, like in that kind of, you know, you're following a true story and things happen and things don't go as planned. And, but, yeah, it's definitely worth a look, and I can see why it got a lot of, a lot of attention. But we can, you know... Now the the guy from Friday Night Lights is the main star of um, John Carter. Sorry? The star of Friday Night Lights is, oh, is the yeah. main guy in John Carter. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't watch Friday Night Lights. Friday Night Lights is a brilliant, brilliant film. 
we've like, al- we've also the- seen another film actually in in uh, a new release, uh, which is The Raven. Uh, oh the, yes, that's not yeah, right. yeah yeah yeah. The, f- the film about um, Ed- Edgar Allan Poe. So the uh, well, I say about it's not really about, but it, it, well, it is, but it isn't. <laughs> it's not like fact. Yes. Can't say um, clearer than that, really, can you? <laughs> yeah, no, you're so precise. So uh... it's not fact. It's it's got him in it, but it's it's all obviously based in his stories, and and the concept is that um, there's a there's a guard, there's somebody copying murders and gruesome acts from his stories and then um, Edgar Allan Poe as the character is brought in to help try and solve the mystery of who is doing it Um, and uh, yeah I I don't know do you want to take this one Darren because okay yeah you clearly can't speak today no I can't really speak and also uh, like you weren't mega impressed were you well I just thought again I didn't want to watch certain bits because they were too gruesome and I thought that the female character in it was really 2D Um, I kind of liked his performance, what's his name? John Cusack Cusack. I liked his performance as Edgar Allan Poe but yeah generally I I was bored by the last two films we watched surprisingly I think Woman in Black was my favourite of the day it's quite hard to watch that many films in a row though it is and it was last film of the day I really like The Raven, it's something I've Come to. I've always known it, but I've watched a lot of thrillers recently. I've just come to realise that actually, along with talking animal films, I'm a bit of a sucker for a thriller. Like even if it's a bit average, I enjoy it. Yeah, I would, yeah. Thrillers are really generally. So good. They're yeah. generally they generally got a good pace to them at least. Yeah, I just like the mystery. I like you know. And this yeah. is a who done it. This is a so, someone's going around killing people in the style of Edgar Allan Poe stories. Who is it? And you know, I'm, it's a I'm nice there. Premise. Yeah, it's, Although, I think it's good. And the end, well, who it turns out to be, though, is oh, it's just... But, I mean, don't go I'm into it too much. It, but, it's just, yeah, but you didn't... Okay. But I, I, I quite liked it. I mean, he, I think he is great, as Edgar Allan Poe. It's kind of... It's just really solid. Really solidly made. It look, It is gruesome in the right places. It is... You know, I mean, the, the kind of feeding on from what Laura just said about who it ends up being... The, one of the problems is that halfway through, for me, the best whodunits are like where it almost could be anybody yeah. or there's a group of people it could be. In this, it was like, it doesn't make sense for it to be anybody. Yeah. yeah. So it's just like, whoever it's going to be, it's going to be a bit... Weird. For it me, is. the only one, and it would have been a shit ending, but the only one that would have worked was if it was him. Yeah. But... Oh, yeah. how exciting. Yeah, but it, but it didn't, you know, it was that and it was just a little bit tacked on. But on the whole, I really enjoyed it. I thought it looked great. On the whole, well performed. The kind of the copper, the the copper. There's a certain aspect to him that is a little bit performed, but I really like him, and I've seen him. I can't think what he's from or who he is, so it's not that much use. But I, I really liked him as well. So I, yeah, just on the whole, I just thought absolutely. You know, pure, I like the look of it. Pure entertainment. The look of it. The cinematography. Yeah. Right? Well, it's just quite. You know, everything. The look the of it will do. Yeah. Yeah, but like the production like design the and dark, the darkness to it, and yeah, and all the interiors. I liked all the books. Yeah, it's a little bit silly and stuff like that, but ultimately it's really solid. And if you like thrillers, it's a you know it's a really solid thriller. I think going back because it kind of reminds me of another film that I like, which was uh, what was that horror film I saw? Um, I don't know. Are you asking? Insidious. Oh yeah. Oh, was that, that any good? I, mean, I I did the. They're like this is so predictable. Yeah, I remember. I remember. Yeah, I remember. You, you did that. Um, it, it got a bit silly again, but it was solid. But I think. Well, I remember watching Woman in Black. I think Insidious is better than Woman in Black. Interesting. It's got better highs and lows. It's tricky. As I know, thinking about there was a load of ridiculous stuff in it. But anyway, um, so yeah, so Raven, nothing spectacular, but a good solid end of the day sort of film. 
Cool. Well, let's move on to our theme of the episode. Our theme, theme of this episode is after <laughs> me and Darren randomly came up with one on the spot last, last episode, and that was sci-fi, so a very general one. Although... <laughs> I've already thought of our next theme now, and I'm going to announce it, and then you'll have to. Oh no, I've already thought of one. Oh. Well, I tell you what, me or, and Laura will vote. We'll vote actually. Yeah. Although I think mine will lose because mine's a bit weird. So uh, we'll see. There's a surprise. Is it random, obscure martial we'll, we'll arts? Which film have you masturbated most to? Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> but no, sci-fi. Um, and we've all watched a sci-fi. I think I believe. Yeah, except Lindsay's got some kind of fucked up view on what sci-fi no, is. No, well, see, we, well, you do. I, I could, yeah. Okay. You're questioning I, I am, after our discussions today, I am completely in the dark about what a sci-fi actually is. I think all I've established out of our conversation today is that Star Wars is sci- sci-fi. Sci-fi? No. <laughs> like See, my, in my head, and I'm partly, I think it might be because I, 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 I think about it in books, science fiction is fiction that's based in current scientific possibility or hypothesis so it's once no. removed from the world in which we well, live. I don't, no, Alien but I films don't, aren't science fiction. Limiting, though, Fantasy Lindsay. aren't science fiction. It's things like Children of Men, Handmaid's Tale. Um, no, Lindsay. Handmaid's Tale is science fiction. Uh, yeah, those films no, are science fiction. Not Wait, necessarily. The Handmaid's Tale, I would fantasy. say, is more... Because it's more based in a lot of like current literature theories and feminist theories, and that's... But the premise of the story... I mean, obviously, things can be more than one but thing. But you know about the content, you know about the setting. Yeah, I mean, like, so the idea of a, a world, yeah, so like, say for children, children of men, the idea of a world in which women can't reproduce. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, yeah, that, that, yeah, that's like, I wouldn't argue that science. Science. And there's a giant slug who's chained up a woman in a gold bikini and he's going, bring me Han Solo. That is science fantasy. That's fantasy. It's not based in any kind of... See, I think fantasy, like Lord of the Rings and Labyrinth. And yeah. Fantasy, yeah, but I, the fantasy is a massive genre, and I would say fantasy is the big genre. So anything that involves aliens, fantasy. Anything that involves a, a world that is ours but is not. What about aliens coming to Earth? It's a possibility. It, it, again, probably more... They usually tend to be action-adventure type things Absolutely anyway. But Yeah, so I've, I think I've got quite a narrow view of what sci-fi is. Very narrow. Like, like, well, because of, I think that's because it is very specific and sci-fi writers have to defend themselves that they're not fucking, they're not all Tolkien. You know, people like Margaret Atwood, who does define herself as a sci-fi writer, says, you know, I'm a science fiction writer and I shouldn't be ashamed yeah. that I'm not a sweaty boy writing about trolls. Surely people like... If you you type, authors, I think it's very though, clear that Margaret You type Atwood, in top ten sci-fi films, see what comes up. Of course, yeah, yeah but that's, you know, it's Wikipedia, because obviously... I mean, this is obviously just my opinion. Like, oh, OK, I yeah, I thought you were saying that we were yeah. wrong in that. No, well, oh, okay, yeah. But even with the books, that I disagree because there's loads That's of people who you definitely who had always classed as sci-fi. It's people like Robert Heinlein, stuff like that. They talk about going to space and fucking aliens and shit. You would never say they weren't sci-fi. But I think fiction is the key word. Science fiction. Yeah, yeah but I, I think that you can. I they think you can, can have, be based on. I think science. you can have. But science, science fiction is also science fantasy, doesn't it? Cut. Wouldn't it come no, under it's that? Because fiction, it's science fiction, fiction. based yeah. around science. No. Oh, whatever. It's anyway, all anyway it's, it's aliens are a film. <laughs> it's science fiction too. Oh, no, you can't I, I, say I, aliens. I have to say, I completely I mean, that, this is the thing. Ultimately, you can give many films loads of different genres, genres and I think it's just I completely awesome, agree that Alien is first and foremost a fucking terrifying Oh, horror yeah, it's, it is a horror yeah. I'm not saying it's not a horror film. But, just, oh, yeah, man, but what would you say was more horror? What would, you, would you say science fiction more than horror, if you had to label it? If you're kind of categorising all your DVDs and genre... You mean going to? You mean it hasn't already? <laughs> no, that was a horror section. Um, the, I, I don't know, actually. I'd still be tempted to veer it. To, I don't know. It's funny. With, to be honest, I find science fiction 
almost always has a second genre to it anyway. Yeah. And to be honest, I like horror does a lot. Of, well, no, maybe not no, all the time. They, but you do they get don't some, stand on their own. They need context. Fiction, yeah, it's, you've got science fiction dramas, you've got science fiction horror, you've got science fiction comedy. Yeah. Freaking, it's rarely on its own, I think. Or science fiction fantasy, I guess, if you only Lindsay thing. But I don't know. It's a funny one. I just where, don't think where, I suppose... are sci-fi by, by, by default, by the very de- definition of science fiction, because aliens aren't science, aliens are crazy random speculation. People not being able to have babies is a science. Something like Gattaca, which is a fucking awful Being able to movie. take spaceships awful into space fantasy. is a science. Gattaca is a great bad. Uma Thurman, oh. Uma Thurman. Do you know what it is I in Gattaca? I love Gattaca. Gattaca's a bad film. But, but surely that's why Alien is a science fiction, because... No, no, the, the alien isn't scientifically possible. The alien is complete. We have no evidence. An alien is scientifically possible. It exist. No, it's not. Of no, it it's is. not. We no, but no I mean, evidence. all the other sides of it, like taking spaceships into space and discovering new worlds and all, yeah, that, all that is that science fiction. The alien element. So, you know, <laughs> so things like, I would, although by saying that, the one where they shrink him down and he gets to around a little body inside the body, what's that one? In, in a space. space. Yeah, like in my head. That's totally science fiction. in a space. I watched that recently. Yeah. So it's bad, but it's good. I used to love that film. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a quote from my darkness. Yeah, um, but I would say that's probably sci-fi, but then again, it probably undoes my own. Yeah, my yeah. Own. sci-fi, call it sci-fi. Yeah, it is sci-fi, but not in your world. Not in my world, Fantasy. apparently I've undone my own definition. Um, well, we've debated a lot about what sci-fi yeah. is, so we, um, we get onto the content. I've uh, I saw Splice for the first time. It's um, a horror film, surely. <laughs> <laughs> well, is no, that no, not no. Like, if you've not seen it, with does he fuck the alien in it? Oh, yeah, okay. Well, it shows it in the fucking trailer, but it is a spoiler. But don't it shows it in the trailer, which is ridiculous. But um, yeah, I was really disappointed. Um, I'd say it looked cool. I'd heard a lot of good things about it. Even when it started, the opening credits are fucking amazing. I was like, yeah, this looks brilliant. But no, it was shit. But I think a lot of it is, for what Darren just said, Darren's like, oh yeah, it's a horror film, surely. I think it doesn't really know, it's not necessarily it doesn't know what it wants to be, but it, it keeps teasing to try and be something else. And, and it, yeah, it just like doesn't... Like a porno. Well, no, well, yeah, there is one That's scene. what you're usually watching, It is a though. spoiler, but yeah. Um, but no, it's like, it's got a lot of interesting sort of more, I won't say hard science fiction ideas, but it's got a lot more about genetic genetic engineering and sort of spicing genes and all this sort of shit and a lot, a lot of stuff like that which is very interesting and it's got a lot of uh, most of the film is probably more science scientific sort of drama um, about the basically I've not talked about the, the plot uh, but basically it's about these two scientists who are actually a married couple and uh, and they're working on uh, they create these sort of uh, n- totally new sort of creatures by splicing bits of genes from loads of other creatures to make these weird and they, they make them right at the start of the film they make these two these two weird so they're just like blobs these weird blobs and they're like these brand new sort of human created organisms um, and they really want to push it to the next level and start testing on humans with these sort of uh, these sort of new experiments uh, but obviously the higher up and the people who fund it and stuff are like no we can't go that far but the people who fund it want to push towards uh, they want to start making money from it, so they want to start doing it on animals and and uh, exploiting it in other ways. But these two are like adamant; they really want to try it. So one night in the lab, they sort of just to see if it works. They they do mix it with a, a, a mix the gene with like a a, um, a human embryo, a human egg, um, just to see if it works. And obviously, it works. Um, 
but for various contrived sort of reasons, they keep the experiment going. I guess, that, well, not that contrived. I guess it's the further, the closer they get to it being a fully fledged human, they're like, oh, we just want to see where it's going to get to. We just want to see if it's going to do this. And, and they end up basically bringing up this weird mute sort of hybrid human creature thing. And they end up bringing it up. And that, that's where, to be honest, most of the film is, is really about the sort of dynamic between this sort of bizarre sort of family that they've created um, between the, t- the, the couple of the, these two scientists, especially the, 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 the wife. Um, she develops quite a strong bond with this, this sort of creature who, um, who is, obviously, it's, it's part, part human anyway. So she, she... Is it just out of interest, is it her egg? Spoiler alert, they... yeah. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Bit of a spoiler. Spoiler is... alert. Well, no, I say it's well, a spoiler, you go, but you've got to be a answer. fucking idiot not to see that coming a mile yeah. off. Because well, she that's why it's all the reason she's attached yeah. to it is yeah. because it's, it's hers, yeah. it's her baby, no matter how yeah. hideous it is. And it's not It's not right at the end of the... Says. It's not right at the end sort of reveal anyway. It comes sort of two-thirds in. But yeah, it's a bit, that's a bit of a spoiler, but... But yeah, it is her egg, so really a lot of it is about her relationship with what is basically her child. Um... And all that sort of stuff is quite interesting, the sort of idea of uh, experiment on humans and this, and, and this sort but of thing. But you're waiting for it to all go tits up. But, yeah, but the thing is, then they throw in all these horror, horror cliches, and it, it, I guess it throws a few in early on, just a few little scares and a bits of gore, just early on here, here and there, just to sort of say, oh, we need people need to carry on watching, we need to make a genre film. And... Uh, and then just a bit out of place and a bit, like, random and unnecessary. And then at the end, it's like, no, let's fucking go... Screw this science shit. Let's go full-on um, horror. And it's... And all hell breaks loose for no reason. And it's just, like... Ugh. And it's not done that well. It's not really scary. And... And really, at the end of the day, although the ideas are interesting, I don't think the film pulls them off anyway in terms of the more interesting sort of scientific drama side things. The script's quite clunky... Um, and as I say, it just it, and it tries too hard to be cool, especially in the first half. It tries and puts these funky camera effects while they're doing these science experiments and stuff, and it's just like, oh, it just doesn't really work. And it, I really didn't like it. I, no, I didn't like it much at all. It, as interesting and sort of looks quite nice, but it didn't work for me at all. Really disappointing. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely science fiction. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like the main purpose of the film is about the sort of. Um, not that, well, I guess it is about the effects, the effects, and the sort of the moral sort of issues on, on this type of research. But um, yeah, but it doesn't handle it very subtly. Sounds like it covers Lindsay's version of science fiction and ours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there will be some. There'll be a few that that tick of both boxes. Will, of will. Um, what about you, Linz? Uh, I well, I've not really watched any sci-fi. I, oh, I, I thought yeah. Contagion was going to be sci-fi, and it wasn't. It was just shit. So we should move swiftly on. Um, although. No, it's gone. I had something that I saw really recently came into my head for a minute then, and I was like, oh, that'll work. But no, it, it's gone. Brilliant. But Contagion shit, don't watch it. I've seen it. Do you, do you think it was shit? a few weeks ago. Do you think it was shit? A couple of months ago. Um, like, it had no plot, really. Yeah, I thought uh, what I found was that it was pretty dull, but yeah. I, was, I thought I found it interesting. As in, you know, no. when there's just a, you know, they're kind of talking about the idea of it spreading, and all. I, I found it, I was in, it was interesting, but... And there's just too many characters. Yeah. And and it, so you didn't really, care about anybody. Yeah, like Matt Damon's character didn't really have a story. Gwyneth Paltrow, I'm so glad she died. Oh, Jude Law. 
Jude Law. All right, Governor, I'm from Australia. No, I'm from London. No, I'm from Australia. No, I'm from London. Oh, yeah, it's from neither. It's from South Africa. <laughs> Is that where we were supposed to be from? Yeah. So oh, really? <laughs> yeah, because he was. I get those accents. Well, that says it all then, doesn't it? But yeah, I thought it was a sci-fi film when I picked it. But no, it wasn't. It was just shit. Anyway, cool. Moving on. Move on. I'll just... I've watched quite a few science fiction films recently. Um, um, I was going to chat about District 9 and Laura was going to chat about the Alien films, but she didn't want to chat about them anymore. No, so, no, you should, because they're fucking awesome. We'll all chat about the Alien films, but we I'll chat about them very quickly. Very quickly, I'll watch District 9 again. We've like two Alien films and the other two are just ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, that's a general shared like distinction. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. The chat about them. Anyway, yeah. District Nine. Um, I watched it at the cinema, and I thought it was a really good idea, and I liked a lot of it. I hated the again the documentary format that it just abandons completely. <laughs> um, saying that, when I watched it again, that didn't bother me in the slightest. I think it's because I knew and I was expecting it, and actually, I sort of appreciated it a little bit more the second time. It's like this is a really good if film. If you just if you just ignore the fact that it's that it does that that it doesn't actually do that well, it is a brilliant film. Yeah. I thought, oh, I yeah. loved it. Yeah, that yeah, was a, really, really good, and it's and it Even is classy and it's solid, and it's got something to say. And Where's this metaphor in its leave, though, right? Yeah, yeah. completely. <laughs> Some of it is a bit fair. annoying. Some of it's a bit irritating. I, I'm not a big fan of the alien films where the aliens are just like humans. So that when I'm seeing them, they're wearing fucking bikinis and baseball caps. I'm a bit. <laughs> does that actually happen? In yeah, it does. Oh, it's like a Planet that. of the Apes, the Tim Burton version. And they're on the land of the planet of the apes and they're doing it and they're like playing basketball and stuff like that. And I'm like, what? Oh, is it like when monkeys ride horses? I mean, that's just fucking preposterous. <laughs> no, but that's, no, that's different. That's no, that's different because they are from, they are from Earth. The planet of the apes in Tim Burton's version, they are not. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, I've never seen the Tim Burton's version. Yeah. Still, man, I'm annoyed at that horse riding scene. I know, I know you are, yeah. You should okay, have said. Anyway. That again. Um, but, um, but yeah, that's thought it was a really good film. Um, Again, it's, it's held up quite well in terms of the special effects. It's so intensive. Oh, wow. um, yeah, maybe <laughs> not. But I just think it, things age so quickly now with yeah. like CG yeah. and stuff like that. But um, no, I thought it, I was really I was really impressed watching it the second time. More, like I said, way, way more impressed um, with it. And I'll be, you know, I'm interested to see what he does next. Yeah, I wonder if he'll ever do true. Halo again. Oh yeah, don't know. Possibly. Yeah. <laughs> Halo has the potential to be an incredible film. Mm, I think yeah, it's got the yeah. potential to be the most derivative science fiction film of all time, personally, like the games. But, well, um, it's... Uh, I, you see the game? I find the game quite good to watch. Yeah, it's very like, I don't play... I can't play first-person shooters. I spend most of the time shooting the floor. It's nice and colourful, <laughs> Halo. That's what I like. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think visually it could be really stunning, but... Hmm. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Can I just say that I don't know why... But that battleship interests me. What? Oh, it was <laughs> fucking awful. Oh, dear. You'll hate it. And I probably will, but I'm kind of interested. Yeah, that's like, it was like me in 2012. 2012 really interested me and I knew it was well, going to be shit. i tell you what, actually, I will but, say one controversial one that for some reason interests me, even though I never saw the first one and the first one is supposed to be utter, utter shit. <laughs> I saw the trailer for The Wrath of the Titans. I think it looks quite fun. Oh, I think it looks better than the first one. It looks better than the first I one. It does. I think it looks much know. more aware of what it is, whereas the first one just looked the really The first one is supposed to be abysmal. But, yeah. Yeah. but I don't know, the trailer I thought, that looks quite Yeah, fun. no, I, I saw that trailer and thought, actually, that looks kind of trash action, and then I yeah. had to think, is it associated to the other one? We'll see. Yeah, it is. It is, but... Um, cool. Well, yeah, I mean, it's so weird, isn't it, when we talk about films we're looking forward to, because none of us, maybe Dave excluded, but even then, Dave not... Is that none of us are massive like blockbuster? No. Fans. Oh no, we I'm are. Like a blockbuster. But, 
But at the same time, when we talk about the films, I think they're the ones that I'm so marketed so heavily yeah, yeah, that we yeah. see the trailers and stuff. They're the ones that make their way into your head. No, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. I like genre films, but I, I'm not as bothered about blockbusters these days. I don't get as excited about them. I think we're getting older. It's like we see the trailers. And it's like yeah, we've seen lots of cool trailers in the past. They don't always deliver. When they do, then that's great. But yeah. Do you mean we've become more cynical? We are a lot more cynical these days. <laughs> yeah, I think you're Old probably and right. cynical. Right. Yeah. What, what, before, what is coming out? Yeah, what's coming out from oh, Aliens? Oh, no, no, we, well, we, oh, no, speaking of Aliens... We're quickly doing chat about the... We can't not. Prometheus. Prometheus. We have talked about it before, though, but... Okay, Alien films. Yeah, watched them back-to-back, Alien and then Aliens. Still prefer Aliens. Never. I see that you prefer the second one. Yeah. I love the yeah, second I, one, but the first one for me, I fucking, I, mean, I love that film. So I couldn't much. pick them; it'd be like picking between your kids. It, is, it, it is difficult. Um, Alien is very good. Alien is obviously the classy. Alien's terrifying. Yeah, it's not terrifying. Oh, the first time I saw it, it I wasn't expecting it to be like that, and it properly, I was like, "Oh, just fucking leave the cat, leave the cat." <laughs> um, but yeah, the, the second one's brilliant. It's kind yeah. of fine. It's James Cameron, isn't it? Yeah, it's just trash, but it's brilliant. It's, it's probably one of my favourite action... It probably is my favourite action movie ever. It's Tell just amazing. It but, um, but I prefer Alien. I, I just find it's, it's so classy and so stylish, and it's just like, oh, I just want to... Yeah. I could what I like about the third one... every frame of it. ...is that Sigourney Weaver's stunt double is obviously a man, and that's why they made a shave head. It's brilliant. Like, you can really that tell... That isn't why they made a shave head. Sigourney Weaver for loads of it is a boy. It's like, what the fuck is this shit? It has its moments, the third the, one, but it's the really kind of hilarious. Have you seen the documentary that's been attached to it? No. no. I'm talking about what the film David Fincher wanted to make. Yeah. Sounded so Is much it better. Fincher? Fincher's yeah, yeah. first ever film. Really? Oh, God, how did he get another one after that? It's really poor. Because I think everyone realised it was nothing it's to do with him. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> yeah, he got ass raped on that film. It, it, yeah, it got totally butchered. By the alien's head. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the little one came up through his mouth. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spend too much time with you, Darren. Um, so Prometheus, what, what is Prometheus? It's an alien prequel. Yeah. Oh, this one we were talking about earlier. They won't yeah. admit it, but it, 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 it is. is. They're saying it's in the same world. But the thing is, it looks so much more modern in terms of the technology, so it doesn't mm. make sense. We'll see. It does look cool, though. I'm very excited, as we, we've already mentioned this. <laughs> yeah, well, good. So, so what um, is coming out? In the, in well, like, we, the... we were going to quickly have a debate on... Next episode's discussion. I thought we going to do it at the end. Oh, we'll do it at the end. Okay. I think we should do trilogies. Trilogies? Oh, we mm-hmm. have to watch all three of them. <laughs> well, joking. we should just, like, the merits of trilogies. So, like, some trilogies, like, in my opinion, the middle of trilogies are always the best ones. But that I might be completely, okay. like, I've not seen that many trilogies, so... Idea. No, we, we, could, we could do that, but, yeah, I guess we probably remember enough trilogies to chat about them. The idea I had was, <laughs> purely because Act of Valor is coming out and it looks like fucking propaganda... Was I want to do propaganda films in their various forms? So I was Ooh. thinking like films that came out in the forties that are blatantly like, oh, we've got to support the war and all this sort of shit. Or yeah. films that are blatant propaganda. I'm sorry, Lindsay. Dave wins hands down. Is that a bit like the Muppets yeah. being a communist film? Yeah, I, I just, I'm with, I'm with Lindsay's. <laughs> Trilo- trilogy's cool, but I, I think trilogy sounds good. Propaganda films. It's like you got to do research. It's like, well, no, oh, yeah, it can be a film. There's not that much is. discussion. Can it be subjective opinion propaganda? As in, like, yeah. you think it's just it's so yeah. blatant. Oh yeah, yeah. Political. Some people with, like, think Star yeah. Wars is propaganda. Yeah, but people then they don't. Idiots do if they do. I bet they don't. Yeah. I've met someone who does. So. Propaganda. Yeah. Well, what you? They're a fucking idiot. Whoever they are. They, they are, are an idiot. Yeah. But they think it because they're fucking stupid. Yeah. But people will think everything. That doesn't mean that people don't. But what think I'm saying that is, there'll be somebody you can find some fucking idiot to think everything. 
So whatever we say, there'll be somebody who thinks it. So to say that somebody thinks it, it's pointless. You need to be able to argue it yourself if we do if we do choose propaganda. I mean, I've heard people say that the new films are really racist. Yeah, I want to kind of. But propaganda. What was their argument? Okay. Well, it's, people talk well, about the whole. Let's, let's have this as, an, as a, yeah. a frame. Exactly. Propaganda can so be crazy. defined. As so we're going to do propaganda then. Okay, propaganda can be defined as the ability to produce and spread fertile messages that once sown will germinate in large human cultures. Yeah. There you go. That's our, defi- that's our definition of propaganda films. Cool. And way to, way, way to alienate a one listener. And then... Uh, <laughs> no, and then we'll do trilogies the next one. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that sounds good. <laughs> okay. Propaganda. Well, I think, yeah, I think all films that have are about propaganda, stuff like, I don't know, like V for Vendetta is about... Propaganda. What about like Jaws for no, like? No, I think it should be propaganda films. Yeah, because ones that are about propaganda, it's different. There's loads of old forties like. Just old sounds like there's a bullshit like conspiracy theories. So that could be another yeah, debate. It's interesting. That's what's interesting. About well, we'll it. see. We'll see about that. Uh, <laughs> anyway, right, cool. So let's have a look at what's, what's coming out next, next couple of weeks. We've got quite a few films actually. I'll try and go through them. Hunger Games, which yeah. I'm quite excited about. It sounds like it's going to be quite good. Uh, Act of Valor, which I just want to shoot, um, which is probably what they'll do to me. Um, Kid with the Bike, the new Dad and Brothers. Uh, yeah. Um, Wild Bill, Dexter Fletcher's directorial debut. Yeah. You've been getting some yeah, good reviews. Yeah, looks all right. I met Dexter Fletcher a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, we did. <gasps> Are you? Cool. you I was there. <laughs> we did meet him, yeah. He's got crazy hair these days. Uh, anyway. Uh, Tim Burton style. He looks yeah. like Tim Burton. He does look like Tim Burton. I thought he was Tim Burton for a while. <laughs> I was very disappointed when I found out cool. uh, And then we've got The Pirates coming out. Uh, which doesn't look like it's that good, but um, Wrath of the Titans, which you mentioned earlier, Into the Abyss, which you mentioned a few weeks ago, it's one that I'm uh, Werner Herzog's new documentary, which looks uh, brutally depressing but good. Uh, Breaking Wind, which is a shitty Twilight spoof, <laughs> looks awful. Uh, there's a Jet Li Kung Fu film coming out called Emperor and the White Snake, which I'll try and watch. <laughs> uh, we've got Baby Call, which is the Numi Rapace, or whatever. How do you pronounce the name? Like that. It's a thriller with her in it, and uh, Numi Rapace. We've got a review lined up on the site. It should go live in a few days. Um, Tiny Furniture, which is an indie film, which gets some good reviews. Uh, is it about Tiny Furniture? Uh, well, it, it is. This girl like has these uh, on the posters. She actually has little bits of tiny furniture. I don't awesome. know. It sounds like a, yeah. It's about a, a, a college grad who returns home whilst she tries to figure out what to do with her life. So uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, Went str- straight from a Wikipedia page. Yeah. <laughs> Street Dance Two. Uh, oh really? Yeah, um, got the stickers. This is not a film, which uh, is a documentary, which is supposed to be quite good. It's about uh, a film director, uh, Iranian film director, J- Jafar Panahi. I don't know how to pronounce it. Jafar, and he ever loved him. Yeah, I know. But it's an Iranian director. He's did a lot of quite uh, famous sort of indie uh, Iranian films, contra- but quite controversial films. And he's he's been stuck in jail. This film is about him stuck in jail. He's awaiting a verdict by the appeals court. Uh, and the film depicts a day in his life. Uh, yeah, and, and through this it portrays the deprivations looming in contemporary Iranian cinema. As, again, from the Wikipedia... <laughs> sounds page. fucking but, as good as a propaganda discussion we're going to have. No, but it... it, it no, to sure. be fair, I think it sounds interesting. And it's, Prince it's, Ali, it's, fabulous he, but not did you know him. <laughs> Aladdin's a propaganda oh, film, it. right? Yeah, there we go. About, um, well, Disney have got all these It's a propaganda against like, Iranian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sex in the sky, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. but anyway, this is not a film, sounds good. Um, uh, yeah, switch crime comedy with Eric Cantona, that's shit. 
Uh, Bonsai, which is one network releasing who sends us screeners and stuff, uh, so I'll give it a plug. Can we all slowly leave and yeah. shut the door and turn the lights off as Dave continues? <laughs> that, that's coming out. Yeah, uh, a young writer who counts early romance in hopes of chats into your love interest. Yeah, it's supposed to be quite good. Uh, In Red is out, which I've seen horror festival before and I talked about. Uh, it's great fun, ridiculously gory. Um, I don't think it's getting a big release, but if you can find it, In Red, great fun. Uh, and then finally, Mirror Mirror is out on a rocket. It must be a Wednesday. Or oh, we're all looking forward to yeah, that. Fuck that. Um, Will cool. it be the Wednesday of the school holidays? Possibly. Probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so anyway, that's about it. Uh, awesome. As usual, check us out at BlueprintReview.co.uk, Facebook, Facebook.com/slash/BPReview, Twitter at BlueprintRev. Uh, oh, and as well as we mentioned last week, uh, if you want to contact us via email, um, as one guy did. Um, then just email us at <laughs> as millions of people one person did. did. Uh, it's info at blueprintreview.co.uk. So if you've got any ideas for themes, or if you just have any feedback or whatever, just uh, send us an email. Other people setting us themes. This could be interesting. I, I like suggested it. it, but no one ever does. Come on, people! I, I find it really hard to come up with new ones. We had two today, and you, yeah. Next next podcast, we'll have a a, a reader. A listener theme, and we'll have questions. Yeah, hopefully. Awesome. It's Come a on, plan. Do Give it. us some questions. Cool. Anyway, that's, <laughs> that's about it. Let's go. I've, I've got a, a singing lesson to go I've to. I've got a football match to watch. Cool. So uh, You've got tea to cook. Awesome. <laughs> and that's quite yeah. a lot of our domestic lives. Yeah, exactly. Now, o- on that note, let's uh, say goodbye. Bye. Bye. If you like intelligent and smart movie discussion, base is a zombie movie. <laughs> How did he write a book if he doesn't have an arm? Or want to hear the latest news on your favorite actor? Talk some Julianne Moore, I guess. <laughs> Whales have more films than Zoe Montana. <laughs> Check out the Lambcast, where no question is too risque. Rachel, do you have a mouth? Check out the Lambcast, the official podcast of the Lamb. The large association of movie blogs, which can be found at largeassmovieblogs.blogspot.com. Si habla español. Hola, bienvenido a la <laughs> <laughs>